With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Race one at Melton on Saturday night is the Allied Express Pace. And I was thrilled to see that we have got a market, Dan, on the tab. Uh, uh, someone's had a 50 cent win bet on Norm's Lady. So she's a dollar and there's no price yet set for everything else. So uh, if she goes around a dollar, I'll be pretty surprised. Norm's Lady, hot, hot deal. It's just every time I look at this race, I get keener about hot deal. I think he works to the front, doesn't he, Dan? And he's down in grade. He just seems to tick every box for me. Yeah, look, um, I almost come back back to Hot Deal um, as well here. Um, it's an even race. There's there's enough chances, but but I think Hot Deal it's a suitable race on where he's at and class-wise, I think it's a really good race for him when mm. you look at some of the races that he's been up against, particularly in the metropolitan area and the South Australian Cup, those those types of races, he looks well-placed and from a decent draw. So um, I, I think Hot Deal, um, well, he looks well-placed and should be a good each-way bet. We've got no idea of prices again, so a bit working in the dark. Uh, to Norm's lady, um, I think she can go pretty well. She's also, uh, I think, been racing um, well and also getting a good draw. They're, they're the two key aspects for the top two that I've got. Mm. Um, of some of the others, um, I think Heavenly Gypsy's going well enough to be considered a chance. Joe Leader, well, if it got across, um, it might be able to run a race, but it could be caught out no man's land from that barrier draw, but it's still on the up. Uh, so I've got it in the mix as well. But uh, look, the four on top, I think you're right. Hot deal. I say he stands out as the horse to beat looking at the opposition. So it's an opportunity for him to... I'm not sure if he's lost his mojo, but I'm not convinced he's got it back either, um, Toby. So this is his opportunity maybe to get a bit more confidence out of it. He obviously won a race a couple of uh, starts ago at, uh, at Mildura, but um, on previous form uh, and his record... Against good company, it's a terrific race for him to win four, two, six, and seven. Yeah, he does look well placed. I just got a query about Jolita. <laughs> she has trouble scoring up, and she seems to prefer mm. to follow them when she scores up, if that makes sense. So, if she's asked to be the first horse to go up to the gate from the outside of the front, as I just wonder if she will score up. So. Uh, I'd be if I was backing Joel Leader, I'd be waiting as late as late as possible. That would be my tip if you're keen on Joel Leader. She's certainly got all sorts of ability. Silver Mystique's going really well, Dan. She's from that late, is, yeah. ladies in red. She's that ladies in red tough tilly crop that's been so strong. So when you go back through and she she was only making silvers and bronzes through two and three year old. Maybe in other years she might have made some of those finals and we might be talking yeah. a bit better about Silver Mystique. I'm not sure where she ends, uh, ends up, though, because Duffy Hollow probably crosses and hands up to Hot mm. Deal. She's had a lot of back row draws, particularly this preparation, yeah. but going well from them. Uh, admittedly well down in class. So 
Hey, look, you might be right. Um, she might be one to consider silver mistake because uh, you're right, a preparation or two ago, she was performing quite well against some really good fillies and mares. And, and the other one I would have thrown in for multiples is uh, Jacka Connor as well. It's just, he wasn't too bad last week. And, um, yeah, I think I do have a bit of an affinity with silver mistake and I think most people would work out uh, why as well. And it would be an interesting market, that. A 280 hot deal looks would be great value, but he may open up a dollar sixty, a dollar seventy, and then oh, I don't know if I'd be piling in to mm. that price as such. So it's really difficult without the markets, as you suggest, Dan. Race two is the high gain pace and... I like the programming of this race. I think uh, it's pretty clever programming in the sense we're not getting full fields and full meetings of nines and tens. So let's try something different, a 10 grand up to 60 and give an opportunity to a few horses to dip their toe in the water against each other and a smile and a wink, say, go you good things. Bulletproof Sniper's only had a handful of starts. Lady Lani sort of dabbled at this level or a bit better at times and business class coming up through the ranks. It's made a bit of an interesting race, Dan. Yeah, look, it, it is e- an even race, and we've got a bit of a um, an idea of some of these horses that have met each other um, uh, recently in the lead-up to it. So um, I can come up with a number of chances. Uh, I thought Bulletproof Sniper was really good first up. He got uh, pressured a bit and, uh, and went down fighting at Yarra Valley. Gets a similar gait. Um, it's a matter of working out. I, I, I would have, a smile on a wink's tried to lead all the way. Do you reckon it would take a sit behind Bulletproof Sniper? Because that could be key here. Uh, I think uh, they'll try and lead all the way. Basil Dooley's pretty confident about this horse. James Herbertson will be pretty confident. It went 155, didn't it, at Ballarat last start. So if it replicates that, I mean, it's going to be incredibly hard to beat. I don't think she'll end up. Yeah, OK. Um, look, Bulletproof Sniper, from what I've seen, has got a bit of talent. Uh, it may represent a bit of value. I'm happy to go with it. I thought its run was really good first up. So um, Scott Ewan could easily pu- push the button on it, but if it is as um, uh, comfortable from uh, not leading as uh, Bulletproof Boy might be, <laughs> I think he'll, uh, <laughs> he'll be equally as suited. Um, so, look, I think the two's got a bit of upside. A smile on the winks is obviously in very good form. Um, I thought Yankee Boot Flat looked a really good chance and, and obviously mm. Business Class who's won three of its last four. So my tips are two, one, six and nine. Two, one, six and nine. Uh, I'll, I'll throw into the multiples Lady Alani from Off the Pegs, the Alana Logie three back defence. I thought you might have gone there again, Dan. And I'll th- Yeah, I was thinking of that actually. I, I probably <laughs> should have put it in for fourth. I, I actually put it in for fifth, but you're right. I think it, it does look like it's it's well suited. It's certainly a top five chance and best of luck to hate go you good thing for Patrick Thompson. I'll tell you something about bullproof sniper, Dan. If it does lead and they have a shot at it, it uh, it'll just bounce straight back off it. Uh, race three. <laughs> race three, the Ben Stud Standbreds youthful stakes this is for two year old Phillies. Now, there's a number of interesting factors into this with Freya's a bird and mm-hmm. Emma Stewart, of course, uh, she's appealing today to get a stay of proceedings. Otherwise, uh, if she doesn't get that stay of proceedings, the horse will not be racing under Emma Stewart's name. That is uh, for sure. If she does get the stay, then uh, I assume it will still be under Emma Stewart's name. There's a few interesting horses in this race. Uh, Miss Cole Ann, named after Colleen Aiken and Anne Maxf- Maxfield. Uh, is a pretty well-bred horse, too, really well-bred horse. Its mother's assisted a Lettuce Reason, who's the mother of a couple of horses in Queensland racing at the moment called Leap to Fame and Swayze. 
Freezer Bird, as I mentioned, Jumping Joy's shown a bit of ability. Miss Idaho is six out of six in South Australia and hard to line up here. Sarah Sarah Tarsloy has been really competitive in New South Wales as well. It's it's an intriguing little race, Dan. It is. I found it hard to weigh up as well. As you said, yeah. there's form from uh, three different states and it's all uh, very solid and uh, I think I'm, I'm trying to be as respectful as I can. Freezer Bird got the job done last start, but... Not not emphatically, but but it's still early on in its preparation, so it's got uh, room for improvement. Um, with Sarah Tesloy coming out of the same race, so I've tipped four from six. I'm going on that form. I haven't got a great confidence here. Just uh, know that the four will improve. The six can offer a bit more, and and the five is one I think I've got to be most wary of. I've seen its performances, I just find it difficult to to weigh up um, mm. the the horses that it's beating and perhaps where it sits, but. Any horse that can win six, um, six out of seven and, and build up that sort of a profile, uh, one has to be um, respectful of. And I indeed I am. And Jumping Joy, um, I've put in for fourth. Our ultimate Gracie ran a ripper race to its store last week and it's, it's probably got a, a, an outside chance as well. So four, six, five and three. And, and to add to the Miss Idaho, Ryan is pretty knowledgeable. He wouldn't send her over if he didn't think she was going to be competitive either. So you just weigh that in. I'll stick at real value here, the two, Miss Cole-Ann. When I asked Aki about this horse, I said, to name it that, you must have had a bit of an opinion of it. And he just had that little wry smile and said, I think she'll be a nice horse, Toby. Not yet, but uh, she's going to mature into a nice horse. So I'll follow Miss Cole-Ann because... I love the name too, Deadly Women. Uh, that's uh, very, very good from Aki as well. Don't you reckon, Dan? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Dan with a straight bat, uh, just pushing that one back down the track. That's no good for uh, Big Bash form, Dan.